Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part two, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez, 19. <laughs> Nick, the revenge was uh, was uh, underrated. <laughs> We're back. We're back and we are uh, going to start covering uh, Back to the Future Part 2. We're back early, uh, thanks to our uh, fantastic listeners. Who yeah, thanks, jerks. Did the, <laughs> did, did the iTunes reviews. Uh, waited till the last minute, uh, but we got them all in. And then, and then we got more than we needed because I think we have 56 now. I was in Tahiti. Uh, you're in Tahiti? Enjoying myself. And then I get a buzz on my phone. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Then I got to come back early. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh, on all that Back to the Future Minute podcast money. Oh, you have no idea. Mm. It was a lot. It was a lot. Yes. Um, It's not. It's nothing. We don't make any money on this show. Uh, so, so weirdly, anyway. we end up losing money sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a hobby. What can you do? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to start, uh, we're going to start covering, uh, back to the future part two, um, couple of things, uh, in order to, cause there will be times, many, many times where we will be referencing the original movie, uh, in, in this. And I assume when we start covering part three, um, when we do, we're going to start referring to back to the future as part one. Uh, and, and that way there's no confusion about whether or not we're talking about the movie back to the future or the franchise mm-hmm. back to the future. A new so, hope, so dis- right. So despite the movie not being called back to the future, part one, we're just going to refer to it part as part one so that there's no confusion. So that's number one. Uh, number two, there's going to be a few, changes to the show structurally because uh in the previous film um there were other drafts of back to the future obviously and we talked about them you know like the the uh the nuclear fallout one and all 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 that stuff the the video pirates um doc and marty's video pirates so we we talked about those a little bit but yeah you remember that oh man i I think i would remember video pirates yeah, yeah, they were video pirates. That's how Doc made all of his money. Um, uh, I thought you meant like – sorry. I was thinking something way cooler. Oh, no, no, no. Video pirates. They pirated okay. They pirated video. <laughs> I was picturing like um, something like Max Headroom like – Oh, no, 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 no. Video pirates. No, that's that's this movie. No. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so there were – and we're going to get into all of the, the, the reasons why all of this stuff happened uh, later in the week. Uh, but there are two drafts prior to the shooting draft of Back to the Future Part Two. Uh, there were two drafts. There's the 1967 draft, and then there is the Paradox draft. The draft and, where the the draft that takes place in George and McFly, George and McFly and Lorraine's college adventure is not written in 1967. Yeah, that's the right, right. That the the 1967 uh, draft is uh, the college was, draft. Yeah, the well, well, it's not. It's not the college draft because they're out of college. Um, because it's you know it's like twelve years after nineteen fifty five when they were like uh, high school seniors. Um, so well, the so they're not days of future past angle, right? So it's, it's anyway. But we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about like what exactly goes on in there because what we're gonna do 
is in each episode we're going to compare the minute of the movie to the that minute in that draft and compare what's happening in that draft um which is which is cool the 1967 section of the 1967 script replaces the uh, 1955 revisited section of this movie. So we won't be getting to the 1967 stuff for a while, but uh, when we get to it, it'll be really fun because we're going to be like, you know, living through another movie one minute at a time that doesn't exist, which I think will be fun. Um, Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, huh guys? Right. And then the paradox draft will actually extend from us talking about back to the future part two, all the way into us talking about back to the future three, Three, because the paradox draft is one 114 page script that includes 1985 2015 alternate 1985 1955 revisited and 1885 all all in one script 1985 revisited is uh my favorite dylan album Nin- yeah 1955 revisited um 1985 is the al- alternate 1985 god damn it uh, yeah. So so anyway, so the, we're going to be talking about those scripts uh, quite a bit because I think it's it's interesting to see how uh, they went from uh, yeah. the 1967 draft to uh, what we ended up with. No, I love stuff like this. I is okay. To tell me this off mic if you have to. Can is there any way to find like the Michael Arntz like Star Wars Episode Seven script? Not that I know of. No. Okay. See that not, that's... not yet. Not yet. I'm sure it's just a matter of time though. I'm sure. Yeah. Got to um, that. I know, right? Uh, so, so yeah. So that's that's the plan. We're going to be talking about those in, in every minute, um, just sort of like comparing and contrasting. Quick, quick uh, uh, check in, if you will. Um, check, check, check. Yeah. The other, and then, and then, so, so yeah. But, but we're still going to be the same. Like, we're still going to be doing things the same way. We're we're going to be talking a little bit more about behind the scenes stuff because that was. Uh, that seemed to be a request that we get back into doing that. So um, we're going to get into it, but we're not going to go crazy with it because like ultimately guys, there's books for that. And you could go read the book if you want behind the scenes details. There's a documentary we're, we're only, on Netflix, right? We're only going to get into the stuff that uh, we're really interested in that we find interesting, um, uh, find really interesting. We're not going to like talk about like, Oh, this scene was shot on this day of the schedule. Like I have all that information, but you guys can just as easily get that information because it's in all of those. Like, yeah, all of no, those no one ever said we were Karina Longworth. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, anyway, the point is there's plenty of Back to the Future behind the scenes books and you can read them and they're great. And they're really fun. And, I, you know, I read all of them before we did, went on this excursion. Um, but, you know, I just feel like, eh. But then, you know, if we ever do another series, like maybe next time we do a movie, we'll pick something that uh, doesn't have all of that information in book form yet. So then we'll actually get to do all that research firsthand and then uh-huh. um, share that stuff with you. But I, I would just figure, you know, there's plenty of resources for Back to the Future behind the scenes stuff if you want it. We are <laughs> no, we we do not pretend to be the masters of this knowledge. We no, just and, like you know, and, and none of the information that we've given you guys isn't like available online. Right. Yeah. We, so, we hold no secret tome. Right. Exactly. So so we are gonna get we are gonna try and get better uh, by with doing behind the scenes stuff. And I find I think the script 
stuff is really, really interesting. Um, Nick is going to do like some really great research on the actors as they come up. That doesn't um, sound great. So, well, you know, I think it's going to be great. It's funny. I actually just thought of a funny like sketch uh, idea. I don't know why. I'm, uh, I guess I want to say it on air in case I forget it. But imagine like if uh, season three of Serial was investigating the making of Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Oh God! I would listen to that. Oh, so what went wrong? What happened? Oh, that'd be that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Collect- that'd be a fantastic parody of Serial. Oh my God! You have a collect call from, and <laughs> it's what's the name of the prison in in DC Universe? What's like uh, the Arkham? Well, no, no. Uh, it's uh, what well, Arkham. I mean, Iron Arkham. Heights is the one in in Flash. Each each city has a, their own. Do they say which one Lex goes to? Spoilers for. I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, anyway we shouldn't be talking the about book that. of the dead I'm, in movie form. I'm going to cut all of this out of this episode. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, without further ado, I think we should uh, get started. And uh, uh, today we are back and we are going back to minute one of Back to the Future Part Two, which begins with a field of stars forming the Universal logo. And ends with Marty saying, let me look at you. Because he's never seen that face before. Yeah. Oh, you know what's funny is <laughs> ending the, seeing the words written in my notes of let me look at you. Uh, I, I want to finish the quote and say, let me look at you with my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> look with my own eyes. <laughs> I'm an old white man. <laughs> oh. That's not James Earl Jones. Um, so so okay. So uh, we get that those those strings, man. Those those strings and that piano twinkle, and uh, it's just so like, magical. It is. It's it's Back to the Future. You know, I know. Like, and I, you, you don't future. even. You, you know what? That would be in the. I'm obsessed with doing this already. But you know, in the, I'm imagining the like Force Awakens of Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. You know how like the the ad camp those those you know those beautiful trailers for Force Awakens how they always used like the tracks you don't know off the top of your head from the old movies, yeah. Like you'd hear this beautiful music and you're like when is and like oh it's the Cloud City music I never noticed and like that would be what I would play first like with this like with the studio logos. Oh the tw- the 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 mm-hmm. piano twinkle yeah little piano twinkle yeah yeah. I mean, it's it's Back to the Future. There's, I mean, it's 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 really exciting because, like, when you play the game, each chapter of the game because it's a Telltale game, so there's like five or six chapters to it. Yeah, um, and, and each they chapter decide who game, lives and who dies. Right. Each chapter of the game starts with that thing, like the little twinkle, and it tells you where you are. Oh, dope! And, and it's just it's just like, oh my god, it's Back to the Future. Like, it's so great. It's I so need great. to play that. You would love it. I'll no. let you borrow it next time I see you. Oh, you own it like in a hard disk form? Yeah. <laughs> he said like an alien. I, yeah. I, I guess I didn't know if it was like download only or one of those things. I mean, it used to be. They just now printed it on, oh, on okay. a disk very recently for the 30th anniversary. How was Cinderella? I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's getting cut out too. Um uh- <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so we get um, 
our opening credits, uh, you know, our, 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 like our two credits. And then we get Saturday, October 26, 1985, which is weird. Cause it kind of like, when I see that, it makes me get ready for like a true crime story. I know. Right. <laughs> well, and what, what's funny about that is last time they talked about the reason that they never put the date. Cause I don't, I don't believe if I, if I'm remembering correctly, back to the future did not, open with the date no, uh, no instead of the date it was the logo it was the back to the future title card yes um and this opens with the date because as of this movie back to the uh, october 26 1985 is the past it's so no now longer. they have to right they have to put a title card up because this came out uh thanksgiving 1989 yeah so so all of a sudden 1985 is in the past so now they have to start putting up the putting up the date. Sure, um, so yeah. you can keep track of that stuff. Cuz you I can't say present day. Right, exactly. It's not Well, you can't I mean they don't say present day in Back to the Future because it just was present day. They just yeah. took it for granted. <laughs> It'll always be 1985. Yeah, yeah, forever. Um and then the garage door opens, which I think is a really good transition from Black. Oh great. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's like the dark, dark God, garage. I love. I I have a I interesting like fades to black or like reveals are like my jam. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Absolutely, I love that too. Um, but yeah, the garage door opens and uh, we get the reveal of a much older Marty McFly, <laughs> a much more worn post secret of my success, Marty McFly. <laughs> it's. <laughs> He's so much older in this. And I know he's not like he's it's only it's only been like five years, I think, since he filmed barely five years. It might even only be like four. Well, we're talking Canadian whiskey years, Scott. (laughs) Right. But but Michael J. Fox has been living. He looks so much older. There's a point where he walks into the garage and he goes up to the truck and he does that little that little arm pump move like, yeah, got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) And tight, tight, tight. <laughs> and and that he, the way and he does it, and he looks so much older. He looks like it. It really it looks like a, a wet hot American summer first day of <laughs> camp parody of Marty McFly because it's just like why is this grown ass adult acting like a teenager? <laughs> I'm imagining the garage door opens and the audience is in 1989 are like oh. <laughs> Because here's the thing, right? So all, we're going to be making fun of this for a little bit because we've all read is, Lucky Man. We 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 <laughs> he had fun. Yeah, it, it's all very well. It's all very. It's just very distracting for the first. I don't know, like ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah, then whenever you lose yourself. It, it, it's only distracting until he changes clothes, and then once he changes clothes, it's like oh, okay, now we're in Back to the Future Two, and this is just what Back to the Future Two looks like, but. Back, but but in Back to the Future, in Part One, you know, he was wearing this outfit, and he was a kid, like he was a kid, and now he's wearing the same outfit, and he's and it looks like he's like gained like about ten pounds, like it's four you know, years later, right? He just looks older, and it's no very noticeable and distracting, and just his hair is kind of sadder now. <laughs> it is. It is. Everything about this opening scene is kind of sadder. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to more of that in, in the later minutes. But uh, yeah, he's just, he's a lot older. He just, 
He looks like an adult pretending to be a teenager. That's fine. It happens to all of us, but like, you know, it's, 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 did you know that they use digital effects on Paul Rubens' face for Pee-wee's big holiday? I did not know that. Isn't that incredible? That's how he looks so... Because, you know, I mean, you see Paul Rubens on The Tonight Show, and you're like, oh, wow, he has an age today. But then you watch Pee-wee's Big Holiday, and he really has an age today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really... Yeah. Because I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, this guy's 65, and he looks like this? What? Yeah. Like, how is he pulling off Pee-wee as well as he is? Uh, that makes a lot of sense. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. No, and, I mean, and, and no disrespect to Paul Rubens' talent, but I think Pee-wee's Holiday is a fantastic film. It was really good, yeah. It was really, really good. Um, Back to Michael Jaeger Fox. Yeah. Uh, And then continuing uh, the weirdness, uh, we meet a stranger who calls herself Jennifer Parker. (laughs) Like a Cylon in the form of Jennifer Parker. Not even in the... Doesn't even bother taking the form of Jennifer Parker. Well, the alien's a genius, Scott. It's taken the form of Earth's most pleasant sight, Elizabeth Shue. (laughs) Oh, that's good. He will take the form of the shoe. Yeah. Um, So Elizabeth Elizabeth Shue as the new Jennifer Parker. Shue, Shue. And I have a lot of... I have a lot of thoughts about Jennifer Shue because... A lot um, of Jennifer Shue... Or, or yeah, about Elizabeth Shue. I I just I don't I I it's I have a lot of mixed feelings because you know like like uh like Rhodey uh exactly. after her yeah exactly what I was gonna say like yeah like Rhodey after her um you know it I I would have loved for uh uh, uh what, who's the Terrence Howard, thank you I kept wanting to call him Stamp and I was like nope that's General Zod Lucius um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, t- uh, yeah. So, so he, uh, you know, I, I wasn't crazy about him as Rhodey. I prefer, I think that, I think that Don Cheadle's a better Rhodey. Yeah. But I would have liked the continuity, you know, of, <laughs> of having him remain Rhodey or Don Cheadle being cast as Rhodey to begin with or whatever. Question. I would have. Question. If there yeah. existed an alternate cut of Iron Man where they refilmed, all of Terrence Howard scenes with Don Cheadle and put it out as like a, like a, like a, a download or like a Blu-ray. Would you watch it in a heartbeat? Wouldn't even, wouldn't even, it wouldn't even cross my mind not to, even if it was 2016, Don Cheadle and Robert Downey Jr. Yes. <laughs> so he, they just looked like, like eight years older. In some scenes. Well, but they wouldn't because it's Marvel and they know how to de-age people. Really. They would de-age him like they did Rubens. Boom. Yeah. Well, no, like they did uh, like they did Michael Douglas. Oh, that's right. That mind-blowing special effect they used. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Um, I think it's the same technology. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to talk out my ass like I just did, but I have to assume I, it's no, the same. No, I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. I imagine so. Um, I'm I'm sure it's more simplified for Pee Wee because I don't think he needed as much. Sure, it's like, um, it's like yeah, yeah. Oh god, but, but anyway. the last stand when it looked like terrifying. Oh, god, that was, yeah, that was they were looking aliens about pretending a, to be humans. Talk about a sign um, of things to come. Yeah. So before we wrap up minute one, um, I want to talk about the 1967 draft, please, which. Uh, there are two things that are different in the 1967 draft. 
Mm-hmm. So number one in the 1967 draft is, is very specifically 10:38 a.m. Interesting. In the opening, uh, the opening date. Wow, that family line. was up early. Yeah, very specifically 10:38 a.m. And the other change is a big one. Yes, it actually opens with the DeLorean pulling out of the driveway and Marty saying, "Doc, you better back up." You're not going to make it up to 90 or to 88 miles per hour. So uh, I kind of prefer that. All of this garage stuff isn't there. I guess because it'd be even weirder if they introduced a different uh, Jennifer when she's just, like in the back of the car, not saying anything. <laughs> Everyone's just like, "Wait, who's that? What the hell was that?" <laughs> um. So so yeah. So so it it actually started there. Um. In the paradox draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually began with an alternate title sequence that was uh, still – it was supposed to be a, a montage of still images from the previous movie to catch people up a la Spider-Man 2. Oh, OK. Yeah. Like they like the beautiful Alex Ross paintings? Right, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only this, I imagine, was just going to be photographs. But yeah, the entire title sequence was going to be over, like superimposed over mm-hmm. uh, photos from the original movie, stills from the first movie. And then you would cut to uh, the garage opening. Um, <laughs> but I mean, this, but this, but in this, but in this version, it was still 1038 a.m. No, so yeah. there's a discrepancy, if you can notice. Because if the 1967 draft starts with Doc, you better back up, and that's 10.38 a.m., mm-hmm. and then Marty opens the garage door at 10.38 a.m., well, this just doesn't make any sense at all. The whole thing falls apart. whole thing falls apart. What is that must that? be why they call it the paradox draft. I think, yeah. I think that's why they cut the time out, because I imagine somebody <laughs> was just like, guys, isn't this a little specific? Yeah, screw this. We're just going to get called on this later. Just cut the time. Yeah, just, just, just make it a date. It, that's enough, guys. It's fine. If you want, you can put morning. You don't have to. I'd recommend not doing it. It's just just whatever. Mm-hmm. Just day, date, year. That's enough. Um, Remember when X-Men movies took place in the not-so-distant future? Uh, that was, that was, I, that's one of my favorite timestamps. Yeah, no, it's dope. In in like that's one of my favorites. You know what another movie is that uses that? What? Uh, Bice, Bicentennial Man. Oh, I that movie wrecked me when I saw it. When I was like, Dude, 10. yes, because I was dealing with yeah. a lot of mortality stuff at the time. I know that was I. That made me have a very dark conversation with my mother. Oh, I bet. I think my mom had to walk me out because I was like, I think I like started to cry. Yeah, I was just like yeah. time. That movie. <laughs> Wow, that movie! Oh man, that movie doesn't get enough credit for being as uh, emotionally dist- devastating as it is. Yeah, and it kind of you know the the style of it is very reminiscent of like what Steven Spielberg was doing in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Like I could see it. See, taking see Bicentennial Man, I think came out around the same time as AI, uh... and and uh, everyone talked about AI and then dismissed Bicentennial Man. So it kind of got blown over by the the spielberg slash kubrick movie sure sure yeah and you know very similar so. subject matter and right exactly and so like i think bison tell me man was super dismissed by like all critics yeah. and, and plus if i remember correctly the marketing was very much like it's a fun robin williams comedy 
Yeah. Yeah. It was not fun, guys. No. It was really, it was rough. I think it was directed by Chris Columbus. I want to say it was. I think it was. Okay. But, you know, you know everyone with Chris Columbus. Um, sure. Every, everybody's hate on for Chris Columbus, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I just don't. I mean, yeah, he makes some really bad movies, but I feel like he's made he's been responsible for quite a few good ones, too. Some really and some really popular ones. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, Home Alone is really good. You know, Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone, you know, it was really great. Right. Of course. He started the Harry Potter cinematic universe. You know what's crazy about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is, you know, talking about like franchises and, you know, this kind of became accidentally kind of became like one of the biggest franchises in Hollywood history. Um, You know, you know, a, a good first movie is your surest bet to success, you know? Mm hmm. First Spider-Man is good. Most of the other Spider-Man movies are good. First Batman movie is really good. Most of the other Batman movies are really good. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. you can't, you know, have they always, they always try to sell. So whenever a bum movie comes out that gets a sequel, they always try to market it as like, we've learned from all our mistakes. Like uh-huh. Amazing Spider-Man 2 will be a masterpiece. Like Batman versus Superman will be a masterpiece. Fantastic mm-hmm. Four Rise of the Silver Surfer is going to be so much better than the first one. And it like almost never happens. Right. Like if the first one's bad, the second one's usually as bad, if not weirdly a little worse. Except well, it's for because, that- because, because uh, every time they do that, it's always the same creative team. Yeah. Except for the and then and this this goes to prove your point, except for the Harry Potter movies, which started, you know, kind of like mediocre you know like i think i can objectively admit that as much as i love the first one it's like a flawed kind of slow boring movie but some of those harry potter movies became excellent that's true starting with the third one yeah Yeah. anyway uh (laughs) we got we got pinged for this in one of our reviews for going off topic um (laughs) pinged what does that mean well you know like just they were like yeah they go off topic a lot Oh, marks. Okay, I they meant like yeah, there was yeah. actually like a, a thing on iTunes where you can ping something. Oh, oh, no, no, no. We just we yeah we you know we got dinged on it. Like yeah, yeah. we got we got we got uh, not we got bopped. <laughs> yeah, I think they specifically said we talk about unpopular movies and TV shows. And <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. I just it made me laugh because like okay, who I forget who who posted that, but like if you're still listening, like I love you for posting your review. Thank you so much. But I was like. Mostly we talk about Gilmore Girls. Is that really that unpopular? <laughs> I was like, it's it's not. It's getting a new show on Netflix. I, mean, like, I thought we didn't that. name an episode after Caroline in the City. Oh, yeah. Well, but Leah Thompson. And yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's, it's not. It's not, you know, it's not totally off topic. Eh, whatever. Anyway. And that show had like four seasons. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I just thought that was I that review made me laugh. I just yeah, thought not that funny. funny. Um, so yeah, so that's minute one. We're back. We'll be back, back. tomorrow. <laughs> Two. In time. I feel like we just started over. God. I know. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, so we'll be back tomorrow with minute two. Until then, you can go to our website, back to the future minute.com. You leave comments there, or you can email us, contact at back to the future minute.com. You can follow us on Twitter at BTTF Minute or on Tumblr, bttfminute.tumblr.com. We're also on Facebook. You can like us there. You can leave us reviews on iTunes if you want, uh, if you haven't already. But for everyone who did uh, and brought us back early, thank you so much. It was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
Also, uh, check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, where we, uh, Nick and I, with our co-host Cassandra Fredrickson, we uh, watch a Doctor Who story once a week, and we talk about it much like we talk about it, talk about this, just not one minute at a time. We talk about the whole story, um, but you know, we do uh, we we deconstruct it uh, in a similar fashion. Um, and, uh, and that's a really fun show. If you like Dr. Who, if you never watch classic who you can listen to our show because we do recap as we're going along. So you guys can follow along with the story and follow along with everything that's going on. It's, it's fun. It's a fun show. Uh, so go check that out. The doctor's companion dot us. Uh, you can also check out geek by night at geek by night dot net. Uh, that is Nick and I's original audio drama. Uh, that uh, we we write and we are head writers of and produce and all that good stuff. So Nick acts in it. He's in it. He's a character. Mm-hmm. So, I am. Uh-huh. You are. <laughs> um, so you should check that out. That is geekbynight.net. Uh, I think by this time there will be eight episodes or about – I think the eighth episode is about to drop on Wednesday. Um. So uh, under the bridge uh, part two. Yeah. Under the bridge part two. So go uh, check that out at geekbynight.net. And of course, as always star Wars minute, starwarsminute.com. They are, uh, they are, I think they're like a hundred minutes into phantom menace at this point. So oh God help them. Yeah. They're in the middle of uh, the battle of Naboo, I think, oh, God. Uh, which I imagine. Uh, hey, and is- congratulations to Goodfellas minute who yeah, uh, passed. Minute. They, they're done. Yeah, they finished while we were off the air, so we didn't get a chance to thank them on a pod or you know to give them kudos on a podcast. But right. uh, congrats, congrats on watching all of that movie. Yeah, it was it's it was a good show and and it wrapped up well, and I'm I'm happy for them and excited to see if they do another movie and what that movie will be. Yeah, I hope um, it's uh, for the color of money minute. <laughs> That'd be well to do for the color of money minute. You'd have to do the uh, the gambler right first. Oh, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Right? Yeah, no, yeah, you probably would. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gambler minute with those guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so anyway. So yeah, uh, I'm really excited to see uh, what they do next. If they do something next, they haven't decided. I don't think. Um. But it'll be uh. It'll be great. Whatever it is and. There are new minute podcasts popping up everywhere, popping up everywhere. Um, so we will uh, try to get it, give them a shout out uh, every once in a while. But we're going to really focus on Star Wars Minute because, you know, they're the they're the uh, 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 what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? The um, Godfather. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the like for, you know, the forerunner, the, patriarch, the OG yeah. patriarch. Yeah, the Patriarch. Uh, they're the Patriarch of the Minute format, so got to give them uh, their due in every episode. Um, but, you know, there's Jaws Minute. Uh, I've heard that there's a uh, Star Trek II Wrath of Khan Minute coming. And and if you are listening and you happen to be the host of uh, some of these Minute podcasts, uh, you know, uh, we're, you know, we're here. We're like Optimus Prime at the end of the first Transformers, you know, looking up into the sky, calling all Autobots. <laughs> Right. Right. We'll be back tomorrow with Minute TV. Bye. Bye.